Welcome to the Sharpway Show. Guys, I appreciate you showing up today. Absolutely, it is. Lotto Sharp here. A little bit late. I know a, a few just minutes. Okay, more like an hour late. I know I'm a little bit late today. I am. I know, but I was out doing some cool things, and I appreciate... Well, not so cool. I was out doing things, and now I am back, so I appreciate you guys showing up for this evening. As always, I always bug you. Like, comment, share. It does matter. Please do that. Like, comment, and share. It's an AMA tonight. It is. And I want to take questions as I always do. And I want to start off something that either bugs me or I'm thinking about, which is how I usually start these things. And I, the, the topic I talked about, if you saw the topic of this show, it's Amash and AOC principles. Why do I bring up those two? Kind of because this weekend. This weekend, AOC... My congressperson, yes, I accept your condolences. My congressperson this weekend voted present on a bill to decide if you're going to support spending U.S. taxpayer dollar dollars. I think it's a billion dollars, not mistaken, a billion dollars to help support um, Israel's Iron Dome defense project. Now, I know people say, Larry, you touching Israel. Yeah, I'm fine with Israel. I don't have a problem with Israel at all. Israel should defend itself as it sees fit, without question. That's how I am. Uh, whatever. I'm not I'm not a huge fan, not an enemy, all good, whatever, good country, do your thing, all good. I don't want to give them a billion dollars to defend themselves. Israel's a fine country with lots of money, that's defense, they can defend themselves. Good luck on that. That's where I am. Very simple. She has literally called Israel an apartheid state, bad, blah, blah, and then she voted present. She didn't vote yes or no. In theory... You should vote no, in theory, right? Because she says Israel's evil and bad. Well, you shouldn't be voting to give money, right? I mean, if you're going to say that, you should follow your principles. But maybe she was worried about her constituency. Maybe she believed there were too many Jewish people in her community. I don't know if that's true. I'm making this up completely. Maybe she's worried I'm going to get redistricted, and there'll be a bunch of Jewish people in my, in my community, and they'll be mad at me. Maybe. Maybe she was worried about money coming in. Maybe. I'm actually not against that, to be forward with you, if that's what she thought. But then say that. And vote yes. And say, hey, I got to do some stuff here, which I think is going to be bad or tough or against my principles, but I believe it's right because blah, 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 whatever. Whatever you're going to say, say. She did send us something that made no sense whatsoever and was vague and dumb and actually made her look terrible. So why do I bring up Amash? Because Amash would do the same type of thing. He would vote a certain way. He wouldn't vote present. He'd vote yes or no. And sometimes against what his constituencies might think. But you know what he did? Explained why he voted that way. So you could look at what his thought process was. Here is why he decided to vote this way. And you can say to yourself, you know what? I agree with his vote and his logic. Or I disagree with his vote. But I get his logic. Or I disagree with both. Or group, whatever. You could look and understand where his head was when he made those decisions. I think that's a good precedent. That's someone who at least is trying to stand on actual principle. We had that. We had that. I got AOC, who literally, and I'll show you the piece if I can, this is a moment when she actually literally cries when she switches her vote from nay 
to present. Now, again, I'm not making this up. This is from Forbes, and you'll see it here. It's not me making this up. This is actually from Forbes. So check this out. And this is her doing it. Here she is. Mr. Lawson of Florida, pursue it to House Residency 8. There she is right there. See her there? Got a mask on. Barbara Lee's holding her hand going, you know, holding her shoulder. I know it was tough. House that Mr. Lawson will vote. See that? There we Nay. go. She went to present. On House Residency 483 amendments. He votes nay. <clears throat> now, you might say, Larry, why the hell do I care? I'd like her to stand by her principles, even if I disagree with them. At least I can respect that piece, right? At least I can respect that piece. That is my issue here. And it doesn't mean that I liked every vote that Amash made. doesn't mean that at all. But it does mean I can respect it. At least he's going to tell me why, what he's thinking, right? That's an issue. And Amash was on Stephanopoulos this week, right? Let me show you Amash on Stephanopoulos this week, talking about things like this. Progress. Justin Amash, former <coughs> Libertarian member of Congress. Libertarian. And Jane our newest ABC News contributor. She hosts the New York Times podcast, The Argument. And Justin, let me begin with you. Where is this all headed? Well, I mean, when people look at the situation, they've seen it so many times before. It happened when Republicans were in charge. And uh, people ask, how does this happen? And I think Speaker Pelosi actually um, laid out yeah. how it happened, but she doesn't realize that she's responsible for it. She said yes. she's never bringing a bill to the floor that doesn't have the votes. This Look at that. This is what he talks all the time, how the system is broken. And that's one reason why he left. He, you asked him why he left. He's like, you can't get anything done. You can't get anything done unless you're playing by the team. Now he goes on, he goes on do the show and then brings up something else very similar to it. He's talking about afterwards what people are actually doing, why we're even caring about these people, because the system is so broken. Question to Justin. You have some experience being kind of an outlier mm -hmm. uh, among caucus. You're a libertarian. You, you've often voted with Republicans. We're often taking them on as well. Talk I love how they're saying libertarian twice. He keeps saying libertarian. Nicely done. Justin Amash, nicely done. Talk about the politics of Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema. Mm -hmm. Do do you think they believe they they, they they believe that they have a responsibility to pass this, or Listen their politics this. better to strike an independent um, profile in their state? I think they're standing up for what they believe in uh, in terms of their uh -huh. own situation. Hold on, did you hear what he just said? Oh my God, some people are standing up. You might think, Larry, aren't they all supposed to do that? Kinda, yeah, yeah. And I don't see anything wrong with that. This is like, this is what drives me crazy about Congress. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to send these 535 members of Congress yeah. to represent us. Yes. And they're not supposed to just go and take their instructions from leadership and follow the leader. They're supposed yes. to go there and represent their constituents. And the yeah. reason there's so much well, focus. Well, it's a balance, right? They're, they're supposed to represent their constituents and do what they think is right. The reason, yes, absolutely. They're, they have to, I mean, they have to follow the Constitution first and foremost. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. Wouldn't that but be nice? The reason there's so much focus on Mansion and Cinema is because we don't have any focus on anyone else. There's no one else participating in the process. <laughs> well, they also see. Now, let, now let me cover all those he just said. I love that, right? And, and we'll move on from that. But he says they're the only ones participating in the process. He's right. The sad part is the system is so broken that unless you're on the edge, you don't get to do anything. It's just follow the leader. You're in the blue team or the red team. You vote that way. And if you don't, what's wrong with you? The problem is these people aren't actually following what they think is right, 
nor are they following what their constituents want. Neither of those two. And there's an argument for both, right? You could argue, wait a minute, Larry. When I send, when we send people to Congress, they should only do the people's will. That's argument one. Okay. Or no, Larry, we choose them to go up there, be smart and savvy, represent us, and do what they think is right for us. Both are valid arguments. I could go either way. They're doing neither. They're just doing what the party says. We're electing people to do what their party says. Holy crap, is that wrong? Backward, wrong, the wrong answer. What what Justin Amas just says is the actual answer. You're supposed to represent your constituents and follow the Constitution. You're supposed to do those things. They're not doing any of that. There's no parties in the Constitution. That's not a thing. We made that up. That's not in the Constitution. So they're doing it totally wrong. Justin Mosh is totally correct. That's what we should be doing. Now, again, someone could say, no, Larry, do what the people say. Someone could say, no, do what the person thinks is correct for his people or her people. I'll, those are arguments you can have. And you know what? People should know that before they send you up there. Now, Justin Mosh was very forward. When he went up there, he didn't just do what his constituents wanted. He did what he thought was right for them. And they knew that. And that's part of the deal. And if that's who you're going to be, know that, announce that. And you get voted on for that or not. That's an important piece. This part drives me nuts. This part, he's totally correct, and I love it. So anyway, when we have the argument about what, what, what you should do, either way, it's fine. But I hope that was good. That's I wanted to bring that forward because AOC just fell into party line or whatever she did, didn't explain anything, completely fell apart, right? Didn't do it the right way. I... <clears throat> While I have very, very often disagreed with AOC, very often, in many ways, I respected her. And I told you that. Hard worker, busted around to get that seat. There was respect there. Good communicator, savvy. I can still respect her, absolutely, but think she's wrong. This was a lose respect moment, not a you're wrong moment. And there's a big difference. And the example I'll give you is the, the woman who was holding her shoulders, Barbara Lee. She was the only Democrat who voted against going to war against Iraq. I very often disagree with Barbara Lee. But on that, much respect. Much respect for that. Because she said, no, it's wrong. I don't care if we're all screaming, go to war. She said, no, it's wrong. Don't do it. Again, disagree, much respect. This one. That's my issue. So anyway, I hope that was clear. So yes. All right, let's see if I can keep going here. All right, um, let's see. Christine says, good evening, good evening. I appreciate that. Love that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I lost my um, lost my my vision, my sound for a bit. I apologize for that. Torrent says, "What was the best way to stop the new world order?" Fear is what will create the new world order. Fear, that's what will do it. Everything that we hate, Torrance, everything we hate, comes from afraid Americans. Afraid Americans ends this without question. So stop making people afraid. 
fix some problems, start voting third party. Libertarian. Start voting libertarian. That's what we should do. Absolutely. So, all right. Utah's listening. I appreciate that. Joe says, how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty good. I did uh, two fundraisers, which is awesome. One in New Rochelle, New York, and I helped um, uh, motivate some people, I hope, in Connecticut uh, over on Sunday. So Saturday, I was in R- Westchester. Sunday, I was in Connecticut trying to rock and roll. And I opened for um, Joe Jorgensen on Sunday. So she was, uh, that was the keynote at the, uh, at the end there. So that's what I did. So yes. All right. Um, Shane says, hey, Larry, I hope it's okay that I edited one of my calls with you on your radio show and posted it. It was nothing down. Enjoy, Shane. Why would I care? Good for you. Yes. Chuck says, Hokel, replacing Nurse with National God. I cannot tell you how worried I am about this, Chuck. I'm concerned. I really am. Here's the reason why. So what you do is you make a rule that now makes nurses quit or be fired. All right, that's your rule. And you knew it was coming. It wasn't like it was a surprise. You saw it a mile away, did anyway. And your answer is, replace them with National Guard, people who you control, because National Guard, got it. So now you're gonna send the National Guard into a place nurses. For how long? For how long? A week? A month? Two years? This now the norm? The National Guard now has to be nurses now? Is that what it is? Is that how that works? Number one. Number two, what kind of optics is it that as soon as you have to replace people, it's the National Guard? Bring in the Guard. You know how many conspiracy theories going to come off of this? For this terrible move? Bad. And now a nurse lose their job now forever? Is that what happens now too? This is a terrible idea, Chuck. It's a terrible idea. But yes, that's what's happening. Those you don't know, that's what's happening in New York State. As the nurses... There's mandatory um, vaccines uh, for nurses, and then they're not getting it. So they're either quitting or, or getting fired. And so the governor is like, well, I'll put in National Guard personnel. Not a good idea. Just not a good idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> All right. Um, Joe says, why is U.S. tax dollars going to the government? That's a great question, Joe. A li- not a billion dollars to a wealthy company country. It's not like Israel's poor. Israel's a wealthy uh, country. Great GDP, strong military, nuclear weapons. They're good to go. I don't know. Trent says she wants to keep her job. You know, Trent, again, I'm okay with that. I, I am. I know that may sound crazy. But I could see, without question, if you were just, if it was me and I'm some congressperson and I'm scared that if I do something wrong, it's going to end my career. I might actually just tell you and go, Trenton, I vote that way and they're going to throw me out and I can't make anything happen. You might disagree with me. You might think that's a terrible move. I'm telling you the truth, though. And you go, you know what? All right, it's stupid, it's balanced, but okay, at least I get it. At least you can get it. As bad as that might be, at least you get it. And you'll have, you'll lose less respect for me for being honest than me trying that and then lying or hiding or putting out some BS letter. So maybe it's true, Trenton, but just say it, right? Just say it. You guys have, when I put down policies that weren't great and some of you got mad at me for my policies, I didn't lie. I told the truth. Yeah, 
It's not a great policy. It's the best one we can get. And I want that. And I want the best we can get. People get mad. But I'm not going to lie to you, at least. So you still may disagree with me, but at least you go, okay, I see where his head is. That's all I'm saying. And when Amash would make votes that people didn't like, he would show you where his mind was going. Not a bad deal. Sean says she doesn't buy her own BS. Sean, I think you're actually onto something here. But I don't know if it's BS, right? I think one of the reasons why she was crying is because she actually had doubt. That's what it was. I think she actually had doubt. Was she doing the right thing or not? Is this real or not? Is this stuff I'm saying, is it right or not? That's what it is. When I when you say BS, and, and I see where you're going with the BS. You're saying BS because what, what she's saying is wrong. She may not believe it's wrong. She may not be sure. I'm not trying to make excuses. That's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to explain. I'm not sure that she even gets that. That makes sense. And now she's starting to get it. I started to get mm, I think that's what might have happened. Shane says, AOC did that after Pelosi whispered in her ear. She was told that she was allowed to vote that way. She should have voted no. Ooh, is that right, Shane? Wow. The Justice Dems are a failed experiment. They were meant to be the Tea Party for the left. They were a failure. Whoa. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. I wonder how many Democrats are thinking that, Shane. I bet you're not the only one thinking that. I bet you're not. I actually think that maybe some of the far left people who want certain things may want to start going third party. Libertarians are here to talk to you um, because I think you may be right. The, 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 yeah, they're having, they're having, I feel like the justice Dems are actually having less actual effect on the Democratic Party than the Tea Party had on the Republican Party. The Tea Party went away, but their imprint is still there, right? The Tea Party made impact in the Republican Party and then went away. I think you see a lot of their impact still here. I think Trump's a part of the Tea Party, right? I'm not a part of it, but Trump is a, a by-party, a by, brought part of a byproduct of the Tea Party influence, and that's true. Um, Justice Dems, who knows? I like that. Joe says, the KKK is bad. I think I'll give them money anyway. AOC logic. I'm not sure it's that far, but yes. Yeah. All right. Um, Dustin says, AOC was also fake crying, but it just came off as crocodile tears. Why do you think it's fake, Dustin? Isn't it? I mean, maybe it was. I, I Obviously, I, only, I saw the same video you saw. But I think it could have been real. I mean, try to imagine for a moment, you're her. Four years ago, you were waiting tables. Now, you have a lot of stress on you, a lot of eyeballs on you. Not that I'm feeling sorry for her. She asked for this job. She wanted it. She worked for it. So I'm not feeling sorry for her. This is where you want to be. You're a heavy hitter. Price to pay to be a heavy hitter. And she's a heavy hitter. I got it. But I'm just saying how she's going to feel, right? All this is now on her. And you get the pressure of someone like Nancy Pelosi. Now, a lot of people teasing you know, Nancy Pelosi, blah, blah, blah. Nancy Pelosi's powerful. That's a fact. She's powerful. She controls a lot of stuff that goes on in there. Who gets what, where they get it, right? She controls a lot of stuff. A lot of influence on donors, all those things. Nancy Pelosi comes over and tells you, assuming that Shane is correct, and says something in your ear, 
and you change your vote, how do you feel about that? When you realize, damn it, everyone's going to know what just happened. Everyone just watch that happened. Larry Sharp's going to be talking about this on the sharp way now. That you know that's happening right now. That might be real tears. That's all I'm saying. Those might be real tears. Shane says, I was super excited when AOC was elected. I've been disappointed in her after year two. I think a lot of people feel that way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Shelly says, you're comparing ethics to people who don't know anything about it. She's not a thinking person. I'm not sure I'd go there, Shelly. I'm not sure if I would go there. She's a thinking person. I just think she's wrong. But she's, you know, she's thinking. She has emotions. So, yeah, I think so. Hmm. Tom says, she's unprincipled. That may be true. And there's another thing, right? I remember, and I'll give you a, a very interesting story. It's off, but not. Years ago, I, I used to, I had a job selling used cars. Selling cars. Sorry, selling cars. <laughs> easiest job I ever had. Selling cars was an easy selling job. People coming to your shop wanting to buy. Isn't that awesome? Love that. This is 20 years ago, right? So the environment was terrible. People were mean and nasty. The management was was about sucking as much as they could from the from the customers, just sucking out everything they could possibly suck out of them, not caring about whether it was good or bad, not caring about repeat business. Terrible environment. I liked the money. I wanted the money. I made all types of excuses on why it was okay to do these things and act this way and beat these people. But it was bothering me tremendously. I only survived like two weeks in that job. Even it was the easiest job I ever had. And I was making good money. I couldn't do it. It bothered me tremendously to eventually at one point, I literally yelled and screamed and to quit. It was a, it was a horrible, I was a, I rage quit. I basically rage quit at one point. I was just so upset, bothered by the whole thing, how corrupt it was. But my rage quit could have been her tears. Was I principled? I was principled, but I was going against my principles. And eventually my principles caught up to me. Eventually my principles caught up to me and I just couldn't do it anymore. And my rage quit might've been her tears. My worry is she might still be selling cars where I quit. So I'm not saying she isn't principled, but maybe she's having problems. That's all I'm saying. Maybe she's now in that place where she's in a bad spot. I was in a bad spot when I was in that job, Tom. I was in a bad spot. And eventually I just had to walk away. I, I couldn't I couldn't keep doing it. So yes. Michael says she didn't want another Amazon like decision to haunt her. She's not upset about Amazon. Michael, she's not upset about that. She's okay with it. She's okay with the Amazon decision because in her view, that was within principle and principles. She's fine with that. This one she knows is out of it. This one, as Tom says, this was an unprincipled decision. Is she unprincipled? Maybe. But again, to Tom, to Tom, maybe her tears show that she is and she's struggling. And I want to believe that. And maybe I'm wrong and I'm being too optimistic and I'm giving, I'm being too charitable to her. Maybe, maybe I am. But you guys know me. Unless someone shows me how bad they are, I want to believe that they want to do good. And I want to believe that she wants to do good, even though she's wrong. We'll figure it out. Some people don't want to do good. Pelosi does not want to do good. 
right? That she's a bad person. She does not want to do good. I'm hoping AOC still wants to do good. Cuomo does not want to do good. They don't want to do good, right? As that I'm sure of. But I'm hoping that she actually does. So anyway, Tom says he's principal. That's true. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So <laughs> Logic says Amash did that perfectly. He did. I mean, that's why I showed it. I was so I was impressed by what he said, impressed by who he was, what he had done. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. So, all right. Uh, let's see here. Joe says, just want to comment quick and say, hi, Larry. I'm out on parole from third day Facebook jail. A lot of people are. I feel any moment I'll be going back. This is an issue that we're dealing with, Joe. I have to watch what my hashtags are. I have to watch what I say. I've got to watch what I'm doing. I gotta watch my titles. I get shadow banned so much, it's not even funny. They tend to not put me in Facebook jail because I'm blue checked, but they they shadow ban me like there's no tomorrow. By the way, to make that work, like, comment, share. It does matter. Liking these posts, commenting, sharing helps me get past my shadow ban. So guys, please do that. Like and comment and share. It does matter. Every little bit does count. Please do that. If you want to help out more, Support my sponsors. Take the world's smallest political quiz. Hit that bit.ly link right there. Click that link. Take the world's small, smallest political quiz and share it. If you already took it, take it and share it for your friends anyway. Go there. Take some other quizzes. Tons of quizzes there. You've seen them. Tons of them. Take those. Take the quizzes there. Enjoy. They're my sponsors. They love it. I love it. It makes everybody happy. Please take them. That's awesome. If you want to go further, you can always follow the show directly. Patreon.com slash Sharpway. Put me 10 bucks, 25 bucks a month, whatever you can spare. All good. But if you can't spare any cash, I got you. No worries. Like, comment, and share is free. You can do that. And problem solved. Doug says, on point, Larry. Thank you, my friend. Yes. Follow the Constitution. I love it. Wouldn't that be weird, Tom? Wouldn't that be something? If they weren't like, let's follow Nancy Pelosi, let's follow Mitch McConnell. No. Let's follow the Constitution. And this is going to go back to these, you know, the good old days type things. I know I'm, I'm old, so I'm like, you're just, you know, back in my day. Well, I'm going to do a little bit of back in my day. There was a time when Democrats and Republicans didn't all vote 90, 95% with their party. That they voted with their party, usually that's why they're part of the party. But they also voted for their own constituents. And they would vote against the bill that might hurt their constituents. Or vote against the bill that they thought was Bad for the constituents. All vote against the bill that they thought was unconstitutional. That used to be a, a common thing. Now, it's rare, right? Amash did it all the time and would explain why. It's unconstitutional. I came over this bill. What are you doing? No. You see that bit here or there with a couple. Massey does it here or there, right? Amash was the man you know, always. But yeah, you're supposed to do that. And if we, as constituents, respect the Constitution, I would hope we do. Obviously, not all do. We'd be like, okay. I get it. That was the right move. That was the right move. Yes. Joe says, I can't tell you how many times I said there's no mention of political parties in the Constitution to folks this past weekend. Yeah. We just made that up, Joe. You're right. We're like, how about this party thing? And Joe's watching and was like, no, you're going to trash the whole joint if you do this. And then we did anyway. So, yes, we did anyway. 100%. That's good. Um... Okay, Joe, I no longer like you because you made a mistake here. Maybe she's playing Queen Amidala's part when in Star Trek she said, this is how everybody dies. It's Star Wars. 
How can you mess up Star Trek and Star Wars, Joe? I used to love you. I'm Tika. I still love you. But don't mess those two up anymore. I know. Sound went out, guys. I apologize. It is back. Yes, it is back. Yeah, uh, Damon says, Amash has made a lot of fans just for being transparent. I agree. You hear me whine about transparency all the time. I whine about it all the time. Be transparent. If you're, if you're going to do something, do it transparently. Let people know why. And they'll agree or they won't. Right? But at least they won't think you're hiding something. They'll say, Larry, that's a bad move. That's stupid. What's wrong with you? Okay, but I'm not hiding something. Or, Larry, you know what? I didn't like it. I explained it. I'm all right with it. So, yes. She says, um, oh, he says, sorry. Um, I have very liberal friends and family that want to see him on a debate stage because they believe he's at the very least will elevate the level of candidates from the major parties. Agreed. 100% agreed. So, all right. Um, Christine says, I think we should get driver's ed and drivers trying back in school paid for by the insurance companies. Hmm. It's not a bad idea. I guess the insurance companies would do it for the for the value of 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 driving around with the you know whatever all state insurance car and then hoping the kids get the insurance from all state. It's not a bad idea. I like that. Thank you, Christine. I like that idea. That's good. Nah, that's good. I'm in. Yes. I'm gonna think about that. Yes. Joseph, maybe we should replace Congress with National Guard. I'm in. Yes. Absolutely, yes. Robert says, how about Spike Cohen stepping up and helping the Convalences Home Eminent Domain issue in Kentucky? Yeah, um, I'm agree. Uh, in case you didn't know, last week, um, I actually had a gentleman on from Kentucky, uh, James Toller. I had him on. He's spearheading the whole thing in Kentucky. He brought Spike out. I had him on the show last week. I had him on Living Drinking Coffee Live last Friday, I think at three, if I'm not mistaken. I had him on to talk about the same issue. That was a great, yeah. And then Robert continues, sadly, not even a peep from McConnell and Paul. I know. I thought they would say stuff. I was really proud of watching him on the behalf. Thoughts from you. I gave you my thoughts. Uh, again, Robert, check it out. It is, uh, check the page, Larry Sharp page, uh, either Facebook or YouTube or Twitter. It's last Friday, 3 p.m. I did a, a half-hour segment with James Toller. We talked all about it. So, yes, already there. Absolutely. Lachi says, Hoko is proving to be a total asshat on a whole new level. I called her office last week and was over three hours and 40 minutes. Basically said, I will not comply. People need to call her office. Three hours. You are hardcore, brother. Three hours. I hope you were like watching TV or something or watching videos or playing a video game or something. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm not saying whole new level, though. Not a whole new level. Different, maybe. But I don't know if it's a level. Cuomo was still worse. Hokul's bad, don't get me wrong. On on the horribleometer, Hokul's still high on the horribleometer. Well, Cuomo's higher. I mean, he's he's still worse. Still worse than Hokul, right? He he was Hokul plus more. Yes, absolutely. Jericho will say it's a sad and difficult time for healthcare. You are so right. And you know the part that bugs me too? Jericho, the part that really bugs me. The government decided healthcare workers were essential and basically forced them to bust their rump for a year and a half. Basically forced them to bump their, bust their rump for a year and a half. 
and they and they busted their rump for a year and a half and got their regular pay, but it's a little extra. Meanwhile, half of Americans sat home, did nothing, and they all got checks. While they were busting their rump, sacrificing, and putting themselves at risk. Some of them put themselves at real risk. And now, when it's time for the government to help them out, let them slide, no, you're fired. Bye. Are they going to get a year and a half or two years of cool, cushy uh, unemployment insurance? Nope, they're going to cancel it by then. So the healthcare workers who busted their rump for us, who were actually on the front lines, who were actually in the trenches, those people, we screw them over. Because government? Yeah, you're right. So the people who we needed the most, who saved lives, literally, politicians did not save lives. Healthcare workers saved lives. Right, to be very clear, politicians did not save lives. We did this to save lives. None of you saved a life, not even one. Healthcare workers did actually save lives, and those are the people we're screwing over. You are correct. Yes. So, Tamara says, my husband is in the guard, and no one in his unit is re-enlisting or getting the vaccine, no matter what the outcome. Whoa, is that true? The entire unit. Tamara said, mate, Wow. So good luck utilizing them when there isn't anyone left. Although they now are expecting the official mandate date won't be until next summer. Wow. Next summer. That seems odd. They're doing it. Wow. The government's that bad. It's that slow. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Wow. All right. Um, so if I keep going down here. All right. Um, let's see here. Chuck says, Larry is awesome. And go from one to another, then back to Rizal. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Yes. Joseph says, any sitting member of Congress every minute they, they vote so they get reelected? Good question. I would bet yes. But I, I bet they wouldn't say it that way. They probably say, you know, I got to keep my students happy or I won't get reelected. They'll say something like that. But I don't think they would ever say, if I vote wrong, then my, my, then my donors will say, go to hell. And they would be able to say that. But that would be an issue. Right? That would be an issue. I mean, in my own world, Joe, I had a lot of donors, but my average donation over the course of the, of the year and a half when I ran last was about 80 to $90, 85 bucks. It was 88 bucks, something like 80 something dollars. So I could lose a donor or two, right? So if some donor did get mad, the world didn't end, right? So I think we have to have it that way. If you're, if you're, if you're stuck to where you make one vote and you lose 30, 40, 50% of your income, you're, you're in a bad spot. You're in a bad spot. Absolutely. Yes. Scott says, we need term limits on the office for Governor of New York. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Lodgy says, AOC showed up at the gala in that tax the rich dress, right? Yep. She has a closing clothing line with tax the rich. Profits go directly to her campaign. Coincidence? Her sweaters sold out after the Met Gala. I'm not sure where you're going with that. I'm not sure where you're going with. Um, I, I'm not mad at her for campaign cash. I want campaign cash too, as long as people know what they're getting. I don't. I'm, I mean, if you're gonna buy, if you're someone who buys a, a an AOC tax the rich shirt or sweater, I mean. You like AOC, right? And you probably want to tax the rich. So, like, you're getting what you want. 
you believe in her to do it. I'm not, I'm not, a, that's not a scam. That's, you're buying what you want. So, coincidence probably did it on purpose. So, oh, you're saying coincidence, she wrote that so she could make the money. I'm sorry. Logic, brother, I completely was confused with your, what you're saying. I get it. Right. There, okay. Yes. No coincidence. She was moving product. 100%. I'm sorry. I, I totally misunderstood that when I read that. I apologize. Yeah, I'm sure she did it on, pur- on purpose. Dustin, Andrew Yang is selling a third party. No, he is not. No, he's not. Andrew Yang is saying that he is. He has no idea how impossible that is. He's not doing that. Andrew Yang may try to do that. He's not doing that. A third party is really hard. Ask Bloomberg, who has more money than Yang. He couldn't do it. Ask Schultz, the guy from uh, Starbucks. He couldn't do it. He got more money than Yang. All who had more money than Yang, and they couldn't do it. It's hard. You need infrastructure. You need policy. You need history. The only third party of stature in this country is the Libertarian Party. There are third parties, but it's nowhere near as powerful as we are. And we're not that powerful, right? We're not powerful, and they're not most powerful as us, right? We have a guy on a Sunday show being called Libertarian. And a Green Party getting called that. No, no conservative party being called that. No independent party being called that. That's only us. We're the only ones in 50 states. Constitution Party doesn't have that. ACP doesn't have that. None of them have that. Only we do. So Yang is not. He's going to try. Maybe. Could be. I think he won't. But that's fine. Yes. Um, Dustin says he can use, it seems as staged as a tax to dress she wore and, and just pandering. Again, I, I'm now thinking what logic says is correct. That tax to rich dress was also made to push some shirts to make some cash. Yes. Michael says, I think the tea party still exists. Does it really? I thought it, I thought it was gone. Maybe I'm off on this one. I'm, 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 I may be gone. I thought it was off already. Um, I thought that made its imprint and then left. That's what I thought. I supported the tea party. They are an anti-tax group. T in the tea party stands for taxed enough already. I remember that. Yes. Yes. Jericho says, we are all just so used to political theater that it's hard to know if her response was genuine. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I guess I just don't want to believe that it's fake. Maybe that's what it is. I want to believe that, that she still has enough humanity that she realized what she did was bad and it bothered her tremendously. That's what I want to believe. I could be wrong, Jericho. Maybe, maybe I'm just being too optimistic. Shelly's with you. She's like, I think it was fake. She was just embarrassed about her behavior. Oh, Shelly. Okay. You're saying it wasn't sad as it was regret. You know, I could buy that. It could be. It could be regret, not sadness. Okay. So it's embarrassment. I'm open to that. That might make sense. Again, I, I, I hope it's not true, but I would buy that. Yes. All right. Let's see if I can keep going here. Um, Kelly says, back when Larry was running, we went to a meet and greet. My disabled son wanted to ask Larry a question. Larry was awesome answering his question. Oh, thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I try to answer everyone's question at every event I go to 100%. I give everybody attention I possibly can. Thank you so much for remembering that. I appreciate that. Yes. So, so he says, I'm not saying that she's stupid, but she hates from an emotional stance. Oh, that's what you meant by not thinking. You meant that she was emoting and not thinking, that it was about emotion and not thought. I'm not sure I've seen that. I feel like, you know, I haven't spent enough time watching her. 
you could probably understand why. But I haven't. But when I've heard her speak, I feel like she's putting together coherent sentences, cogent arguments. I feel like she, I mean, I don't agree, but I feel like she's putting them together. Huh, maybe. There's a difference between acting on one's ethical viewpoint and acting as a reaction to one's emotion. True. Absolutely true. Yes. Absolutely true. So, um, so let's say she voted no instead of present one changes. Yeah. No is no. I voted against giving Israel the money. Present, I didn't vote against Israel. That's what changes. That's that's why I think it's it's even worse, right? Present. Yes or no? If it was me, without question, if it was me, I would be like, no, I don't want to give Israel a billion dollars. Why? They're fine. They're fine. I don't know. Maybe if I don't know, there was a the Chinese were invading Mexico and they want to come across our border next, maybe we give Mexico a billion dollars to hold the Chinese off. Okay, if that's something like that, maybe. Okay, that they're holding off the Chinese for us or whatever. Okay, maybe. At at least I'm open to that idea. I I, I still might vote no, but at least that's a conversation. I'm going to give some country a billion dollars so they can defend themselves. Give everybody a billion dollars to defend themselves, right? So, yes, that's the difference. It's did you actively vote against or not? Jeez Rogers says, hi, Larry. I found you through Lewis Rossman. I love Lewis. He's great. Watched the entire segment. Loved what I heard. And so let's think more. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for coming aboard. I appreciate that. Yes. I appreciate the uh, the, the still watching. I do. So he says, James Toll is doing a great job. He is. I'm a Toller fan. I really, I, I really, I'm, I'm a Toller, I'm a, I'm a Toller fan. 100%. Janice says, honesty is the best policy. Lull in politics. I actually think it is. I know it's Dennis. I know it sounds, but I, I think it actually is. Yes, because look, short term is it always no? Sometimes short term honest honesty burns you. That's in life, but in 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 you know politics also. Yeah, sometimes short term it burns you, but long term it doesn't. Remember something. Most of the time, the cover-up is worse than the crime because that's when you start lying. Right? That's when you start lying. And I guess one of those famous ones is is Bill Clinton from the 90s and Monica Lewinsky, right? (laughs) If he had just said, yeah, that happened, that's between me and my wife and Miss Lewinsky and we got a hand lap, blah, blah, it would have been way better. It's still been bad. What he did was still bad, right? It doesn't change that he did something bad. But then lying and calling her names, and I didn't with that woman, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God, it got got so much worse. And long-term damage was horrible. Honesty is the best long-term policy, Janice, what I'll say. Short-term, it might beat you up. But long-term, oh, my God, way better, way better, way better. So, yes. <clears throat> Sorry, Jericho says, they now have figured out it doesn't matter what they do. Their constituents will still vote for them. Exhibit A is Gavin Newsom. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So, all right. Um, 
Dennis says, my question, I'm from Los Angeles. Is there anyone equivalent to you or similar that you may know of here? Similar. Oh, in Los Angeles. Oh, you mean, the, ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. In California or Los Angeles? First off, if you're in Los Angeles, reach out to Angela McArdle. She is the chair of the Los Angeles Libertarian Party. So reach out to her, Angela McArdle. You can Google her. She said to me. You can Facebook her, connect to me, um, and you will find her. You could actually also Twitter. You'll find her there too. Reach out to her and say, hey, I want to be, get involved. So she runs uh, She runs the, uh, the Libertarian Party there in Los Angeles. And similar to me, Jeff Hewitt maybe. Maybe. Jeff Hewitt. He's in Riverside. So he's not exactly in Los Angeles, but maybe close. So there are some. But Angela can help you out. Yes. So let's see if I can do this. Um, let's see here. Tom says, sometimes I have to hit the search for Larry to see if there's posts every day. It's frustrating. I know. I get shadow banned constantly. That's why I always bug you to like, comment, and share because I'm always getting hammered. I get shadow banned constantly. Yes. Lennon says, people from both sides don't understand the difference between values and principles and that everything needs to be a compromise to work just muddies the waters. Yeah. Agreed. And I don't want it. In my view, Lyndon, and so you understand where my head is, I don't like the idea of compromising. I like the idea of cooperating or collaborating. What is the difference? If we're compromising, both of us have to lose something to get something to work. But if we're collaborating or if we're cooperating, then both of us agree to get to a certain goal together. It's the outcome, meaning the actual process may be exactly the same, but the emotion behind it's a whole lot better. Are you and I working together to get it done or are you and I working against each other to get it done? And I want us working together. So it's a minor difference, but I think it it does matter, right? I, th- I think it does matter. So yeah, all right. Just, oh, damn, I messed it up. Spell check. Yeah, I'm teasing you, Joe. You know I am. It's all good. Yes. So, all right. Telly says, more drivers, more insurance money. like the idea. Yeah, there we go. Scott says, Larry, do you support Divide New York? I don't. And people ask me why all the time. People think it's, well, it's New York. It's New York City against the rest of the state. It isn't. It's all the cities against all the rural. Buffalo's as blue as New York City. Syracuse, Utica, Utica is blue, but maybe not as blue, but Utica is blue. Um, Ithaca is blue as New York City, right? Albany is blue as New York City. All the cities in New York are, are all blue, right? That's the issue. It isn't up versus down. It's urban versus rural. So I think that's really the issue. So divide New York doesn't really help. That's the problem. And winter to wind. So why would I? I'd rather make it to where people didn't care. Whether what New York City or Albany were doing, right? It is absolutely, I get why people want it. It's unfair for one city to run the entire state. That makes sense. We're a big, diverse state with 18 million people and huge cities and, and large tracts of farmland and everything in between. Right. Yes. So, how about instead we stop having one city control everything? We have more localized control, more localized money, more localized everything. If things are more localized, why do you care what New York City or Albany are doing? You don't. No need, to, no need to divide. So instead of me supporting divide New York, I support localize New York so you won't care about divide New York. That's where I, my head is. So yes. 
Um, Michael says, one of the things I like about Gabbard as well, I disagree with her plenty, but she calls out partisan BS and sacrifice everything doing it. Yeah, recently Gabbard's been a little off the uh, off the farm, though, recently. She's been going a little, little neo-conny for me. So I'm not sure. I'm hoping she's going to come back. I feel like she's 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 going neocon on me. I feel like it at least. Maybe I'm wrong. So I hope I'm wrong. I, I really am. That mm. so yes. Anyway, um, they don't qualify for unemployment. Oh, is that right? They don't get any unemployment. Is that true, Timothy? Oh God, I hope that's incorrect. I thought they wouldn't just get the extended cool benefits. They won't get any? God, I hope you're wrong. That sounds terrible. Please, Timothy, tell me you're teasing me or you're wrong or something. God, I don't want it to be true. That would be horrible. You just made me feel worse. If if they fire or they quit and they can't even get unemployment, meanwhile, they were busting their rump for us while we sat in our asses and got unemployment. Wow, it's double, it's triple wrong. Like they've just quadruple wronged it. Now it's even worse. So we got paid to sit in their ass while they while they struggled, and then they get booted and don't get anything. Ah, God, I hope you're wrong. Timothy, please be wrong. I don't want you to be right. I want you to be wrong. Oh, my God. Terrible. Yes. Sean says, we need Matt Stabinian's attorney's vaccine mandates around. I hope so. I'm not sure people are there. Vote libertarian, brother. That would help. That would help. Absolutely, that would help. So, yes. Um, let's see if I can keep going here. Craig says, so the National Guard who are replacing the unvaccinated nurses not vaccinated? That's interesting. If there's no vaccine, if there's no vaccine mandate yet on the guard, does that mean? That's a good question. I don't. I don't know, Craig. Good question. I don't know. Gene says a mandate is when the executive bypasses the governing body that is supposed to keep him or her in check, i.e., town council, state senate, or Congress at the federal level. Mandates work because a people don't know that it's in the law. Yes, because people think it's a good idea. Yes. People comply because they're afraid of what the government will do with them if they don't comply. Yes. We as a country are in deep trouble. Yes. That will be four yeses in a row. Yes. Four in a row. Absolutely. Yes. Logic says AOC claims to be a democratic socialist, but she seems to be one of the smartest capitalists out there. Ooh, yes. Her fans think she was trolling the rich. Lol, she's a genius. Maybe. Look, yeah. Lennon says she was moving product. Yes. Yes. Mass the manipulator taking full advantage of capitalism, tax loophole designed for the rich. I, I I can't say it's wrong. Look, I'm not I'm not mad at her for it though. Right? I, I think it's hypocritical. I'm not mad. I would sell t-shirts all day too. I would I'm telling you, I would do it too, right? If I can get people to buy t-shirts and support my campaign, I'd be doing it too. So on that part, but but I will be transparent about it. That I would be. I'd be all about, look, I need to buy my shirt so I can move my campaign forward. I would be telling you, I've done it before. You see me do it. I will push t-shirts all day long, but you know where it's going. It's going to my campaign. You see it. So yes, absolutely. All right. Um, <laughs> Michael said, I think she's pretty dumb. If she's a genius, she's an evil genius. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> That's terrible. Yes. Um, if her tears were real... She is inherently unprincipled. If they weren't, she's fake. 
it's a known situation for her. Huh. All right, I'm going to go back to what Tom said, right? Tom said unprincipled. I'm saying maybe she's not unprincipled, but then maybe it, she was weak, right? I would argue that if the tears were real, it's not that she was unprincipled. It's that she was principled. She was weak and she broke her principles. Am, am I, are you, am, is, my, is my nuanced, does that make sense, right? Is my, does my nuance make sense? That yes, she acted in an unprincipled manner and she cried because she actually is principled and acted against her principles. If she was like just unprincipled, then it's fake tears. Who cares? I don't care. I don't really care about that stuff. So do, am I making sense? And I'm saying I, I lashed out in anger. She cried. When I was going against my principles, I lashed out in anger. So that's what I'm saying. It could be that. She might be principled, right? And, and the reason she went against her principles, and that's why she was crying. So I don't know. Am I, am I wrong on this one? Maybe. So all right. So if I go down here again. All right. Um, Jordan says, Mr. Larry, can you run for governor? You're very honest. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. I, I am, as you guys probably know, I've already said it. I am exploring a, a gubernatorial run right now as we speak. I am exploring. If you want to help, you can help. Please sponsor the show or head over to LarrySharp.com and donate. Right, I am exploring now, seeing how much money I can raise, what support I can get. I am looking at it now. I will be announcing yes or no very soon. But yes, I'm looking at it now. Yes. All right. See if I can keep going down here. Um, Jericho says, yes, apparently the National Guard coming in when we are short-staffed and overwhelmed with COVID patients was out of the question. But now that people have set the ground against the government mandate, it's all good. I hope they got vaccinated, but not by force. Okay, so we don't even know. Yes. Amanda says, I'm going to the best policy. Amanda, I'm with you. I think it always is. Long run, right? Long run. Absolutely. Short run, maybe not. But long run, absolutely. Yes, yes, and yes. So, yes. All right. Um, let's see if I can go through here. Um, Tom, I don't understand why someone like Larry would be a, would be shadow banned. I mean, he, I mean, does anyone see anything controversial going on? The issue is you actually can't even bring up any topics without the algorithms coming in and shadow banning you. I talk about mandates. Can I do that? I talk about vaccines. Can I do that? I talk about masks. Can I do that? Just do that and you, they stop down. There's like three words in the same thing. Libertarians in one word and then vaccine and then mandate. Oh, boom, gone. Shadow banned. So it's all done by algorithms. And my numbers hit the algorithm all the time because the other words that are in the algorithm that, that are popping up. That's the reason why, Tom. So, yes. So, Juan Ayala, how are you, sir? Juan, by the way, is running for alderman in Middletown in, in uh, New York. So, if you happen to live in Middletown, check him out. Juan says, I've been supporting local rallies against mandates. I even created a website, sadotomandates.com, to help local organizations get around shadow banning on Facebook and Instagram. There we go. Sadotomandates.com, right there. Love it. Oh, there. Good to go. Yes. All right. Um, let's see. Linda, count down with me. 18 million. 17 million. That's funny. Yes. We, they all leave in the state. We've lost about 2 million people in the last 11 years. So, yeah, absolutely. Timmy says, my cousin lost her job today. They don't qualify, 
qualify for any unemployment. Timothy, man. Wrong on so many levels. Wrong on so many levels. They don't even get unemployment. And we're okay with it, aren't we? I guess we are. I guess we're okay with it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. I, I don't. I don't know what to say. It's. It's so. It, Timothy. It's just so wrong. I. I don't know how to even act. Right. It's just. It's just so wrong. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Rogers says, "Thank you for applying. I'll contact them. Do you have any insight into how to split up a county? LA County is too big, and the LAUSD treats all schools the same, and they couldn't be more different." Yeah. Um. I don't know LA County very well at all. It's just not my world. And I know LA is a massive county. It's like 3 million people in one county or something like that, or 4 million. It's a massive county. It's just, it's just too big to be its own county. Um, I thought Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's our biggest county. It's only 2.3 million. And, not, and that's our biggest county. Um, many of our counties, most of our counties only have about six figures. Have, most of our counties have less than a million people. And that's better for a county. Um, yeah, that's a lot for a county. Absolutely. So. All right, let's see if I keep doing this here. Dan says, I've been pro-vax up until now, but the fact that a bunch of frontline healthcare workers who've seen COVID up, up close and first don't want the vaccine, that's give anyone pause. Valid point. <laughs> Valid point, Dan. And if you remember, that was my biggest point. My point was, if you've got a mandate for healthcare workers, what's going on? Either way, it's bad. Either... There's something they know we don't know, option one. Or they're wrong, they don't trust the system. Both are bad. Neither of those two are good answers. Either our people in our system don't trust our system, that's bad. Or they know something we don't know, that's bad. Either way, this is not a good answer, I agree. In theory, all the healthcare workers should be rushing to get it, right? Shouldn't they? It's their system. It's medicine. They should be standing in line. They should be knocking each other down to get it. They should be. It's not happening. That that does make you worry, is what I'm saying. I agree. It's it's a valid, it's it's a it's it's a valid concern. So yes. Jericho says, um, okay, Dan, oh she she responds to you. Dan, it's actually a lot less than you think. 96% of doctors are vaccinated, for example. Okay, so there we go. So something there. Yes. Yeah. There we go. So, so it's not as bad as we would think. So valid, valid issues to be concerned. Yes. All right. So let me grab these here. Uh, see here. Um, Lynn says, just waiting for the government to start denying SS checks, denying Medicare claims, running insurance claims from being processed, or making vaccine proof required for driver's licenses to million people into getting the job, the jab. Ooh, Interesting. You think they go that far? Denying care, denying services. Maybe. I feel like that might be a bridge too far. Because remember, Social Security checks affect elderly. Elderly vote like there's no tomorrow. They don't tend to mess with elderly. Except putting them in nursing homes and killing them. But otherwise than that, they don't need to do that. So... I don't know. I'm 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 iffy on this one, Lyndon. I'm iffy on that one. I am. I'm iffy. I'm iffy on that. When he says, "Is your book out?" 
I am so sorry, guys. I'm so behind on my book. It was way harder to write than I thought it was going to be. Still writing it, right? Hopefully, it'll be out in a couple of months, I hope. It just, I had so much of the stuff going on. It was so hard. So, so hard. Yes, absolutely. So, so he says, can you give us a ballpark? Forget what you need to run, please. Good question. For me to have a decent campaign, I probably have to raise a million dollars before the end of the year. A million dollars. Yeah, I only raised half a million dollars the entire campaign last time. But my counterparts raised four million and 12 million each. If I can get a million dollars by the end of the year, I got a shot at really taking this thing to another level and maybe even winning. So I think that's my number before the end of the year. So next two months, three months, I got to raise a million dollars. I can do that. I can run a, a real serious campaign. If I, the second I see that I'm on the way to hitting that number, I would announce. It, but right now, I'm, I'm not even, I'm nowhere near on the way to hitting that number right now. I haven't been asking as much. I haven't been doing as much as I should be doing for that. I will be in the future. Um, but if I get towards that number, that's the number, Shelly. So it's, it's, it's a big number, I know. But how else can I make impact, right? It's gotta, we gotta get to that level. We absolutely have to. So yes, yes. So, all right. Um, Shelly also says, my friends in Middletown are voting for you, Juan. There we go. You got some friends right there. I love that. Yes. Amanda says, seems like they're treating the nurses how they treat our soldiers when they return home. Just sad. Amanda, that is really a good analogy. I agree with you. That's a good analogy. Frontline healthcare workers, busting their wrong when we need them. Oh, we don't need them anymore? Kick to the curb. Yes. Kick to the curb. Absolutely. It's a good announcement. It's a good analogy. Lennon says, can you be principled if you act against your principles? That is, the difference between principles and values. One is conditional. The other isn't. Principles do, principle doesn't change. Value does, depending on circumstance. Philosophy is fun. I think you can act against your principles and be... I think you can. Um, this is, Yes, we're playing philosophy semantics here, Lyndon. So I think you can in two ways. One, you can make a mistake, right? So you can act unprincipled. Your action can be unprincipled or against your principles because you make a mistake. That's option one. You could make a mistake. Option two, if you think that your action that is principled will cause more damage and you want to avoid the damage and you allow, to Shelley's point, your emotions push through and emotions cover up your principles. I think those two ways you could do it, maybe. You could. So Chris says, agree with you. Tulsi Gabbard disappointed with her recent comments. Yeah, she's a different person. I agree. I'm hoping she's going to go back. Maybe she's trying to get some attention, something, maybe. So yes, as as for Mosh, he's by no means perfect. Yep, but he is admirably principled. Yes, AOC is just a grifter. She might be. I, uh, the reason why I don't want that to be true, Chris, is because I'm hoping that someone like her can eventually be turned. If she's not a grifter, and I hope she's not, she might be. If she's not a grifter and she can be shown the light, she can be a powerful ally. 
I hope we can. That's where my head is. I hope we can. That's it. So, yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Joseph says, I took my nine-year-old son to the doctor today for COVID, and he said vaccines are just something minorities take because they are used to the government force. They're used to government forcing vaccines on them. Seems odd. I took my nine-year-old son to the doctor today for COVID, and he said vaccines are just something minorities take because they are used to the government forcing vaccines on them. Minorities are 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 some of the least vaccinated um, people in the country. I'm not I'm not sure that doctor's right, Joseph. A doctor may not maybe maybe in that doctor's experience that's true. Um, I don't think overall that's accurate. I, I don't I don't think that. Maybe. Lynn responds: Biden can get away with it because the constituents will support denying services because his constituents are most likely to be vaxxed. Touche, Lyndon. I think you're right. That's you know you're right. I've seen them do that. We shouldn't. They can't get this. Have the unvaxxed not get anything. Not get this. Not get that. You know what? You may you may change my mind. That that yeah. I'm in. I think you're right. That could happen. Yes, I changed my mind. You're right. Because it doesn't affect him, right? It affects the other. So who cares? The other. Yeah. Correct. Said you think this is a thing as a bridge too far with government extortion. Who thought two years ago that we'd be here today? They'll take anything from you. Also point taken, Greg. Yes, you're right. You're right. And you combine this with what Lyndon said. Yeah. All right. My mind's changed. You guys win. My mind is changed. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Joel says, if we had some guarantee, they would count our votes. I would feel better about it. So how do you get a guarantee? Right? I mean, I feel like the way you do it is a blockchain receipt. Right? Everyone gets a blockchain receipt for their vote, which can then be can be checked. Maybe that's the way. A blockchain receipt. It's not a bad idea, right? Maybe. Mrs. I think people truly aren't aware of the financial burdens of large campaign. Yes, you are totally correct, Missy. Yes, yes, and yes. You gotta buy polling. You got to buy ads. You got to get coverage by buying ads. You got to get into polls by buying polls. You got to get phone bankers. Yes, so much money. So much. One poll costs $50,000. One. Yes. One ad buy in one city area in New York City is at least minimum $10,000 in any city in New York State. At least if in New York City, it's $100,000. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Lepke says, I'm a Zionist and a big supporter of Israel. But like most of the parents, government handouts make you weaker, not stronger. Yeah, and I, and I do think that Israel is, is fine now. There was a time in Israel's history, without question, where they were in trouble and Israel might not have existed. That was true in Israel's history. Now Israel's doing fine, right? If, if you're going to support Israel, now wasn't the time. They're writing checks for Israel. They're good now, right? There was a time, again, where Israel was in trouble, and they might not have existed. That's not today, is what I'm saying. That's not today. So, yes. Um, Logic is like, AOC is a stone-cold grift. All right. There we go. (laughs) Okay. There we go. Good. So, yes. David said, finally court your show live. What days and times usually on? I'm usually on around 7 p.m. 
Monday through Friday. Today was eight ads. I'm going to take care for dinner tonight. I, I apologize. I had to make a special meeting tonight. Um, so I was late, but usually it's 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. That's the norm. Yes. So Timothy says, if I'm reading Google results correctly, employees fired, quotes, for cause, not getting vaxxed, an employer can refuse benefits. It's infuriating. So what do we do? Why are things like ivermectin so demonized besides the obvious dollar trail? It is a a great question, and I hate the fact that it looks like you're right, Timothy. I was hoping you were wrong or made a mistake or something, but clearly you're 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 right. It's it's terrible. Um, what do we do? We have people learn, learn from this stuff. Stop doing this stuff. The government's not here to help you. That's the issue. Nate says, how many humanitarian type anti-war people worked on the Manhattan Project without realizing what they were building? Ah, Nate, look at you with the history lesson. Mistakes do happen with principled people. There we go. See? Take that, Lyndon. I got Nate on my side. Thanks, Nate. Very good. I like that. It's a good one. Yes, absolutely. That's very good. All right. Uh, let's see here. Lyndon says, China has a great system for blockchain receipts. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yes. Very, yes, absolutely. That's it's very good. Well, I mean, I bet it does work. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the team would that be working with you should you raise the funding around 2022? Yeah, the reality of the team has to be huge. My last team was really big. Um, when you count volunteers, it was several hundred. Um, when you count all the volunteers who were working, it was several hundred. But the executive team is probably a good eight or nine people. The policy team is probably six people who are permanent and 30 who are non-permanent, who come in for special pieces, special ideas. I'm putting them together now, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm working on my policy team right now, literally like today, tomorrow, day, I'm working on my policy team. So there are probably six permanent people and probably 30 people who will float in and out. Um, communications is at least three people. Social media is at least eight. Um, so it's a lot of bodies to get things done, right? Um, a lot of people to uh, event, uh, coordinate events. Um, and just, yeah, it's tons of people. Probably, I would guess, one manager, one admin, six directors, and then a bunch of deputy directors. So, yeah, it's like that's about what it would be like in that area. But the funding doesn't go necessarily to the people as much. It does go to people, but not that much. Most people in campaigns will work either very cheaply or even free because it's a, it's a passion project, right? Most people will. Not all. Some will need big, big dollars, but most won't. Um, but they'll need money. You got to give them something. They're giving you time. You give them something, right? But many people will volunteer for, for a lot of, of their time. If you get a lot of volunteers, that's better because each volunteer gives a shorter amount of time that they can handle, right? So if I need... 100 hours a week of stuff done, well, I can't get a man to do all 100 hours. If I'm going to try to get to do 40 hours, I got to pay her something if I'm going to give her that much. Or I can actually just do two hours and get a bunch of volunteers to give me two hours each, and a man will probably give me two hours for free. But is she going to give me 40 hours a week for free? I mean, some people will. If you are financially stable, that you could do that, and you believe in the cause, you do it. I did it. I didn't get a salary. For a year and a half when I ran, I basically volunteered to run that campaign for free. So people will do it, um, but it depends on the people and where they are in their life. Not everybody can afford to do that. Some people can. 
So I think that, but that isn't where the big money comes. The biggest money comes from travel, marketing, polling. That's the big, big, and some specialized consultants here or there. That's where the money actually goes more than anything else. Those are huge. So I hope that was clear. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> the problem with AOC is that she has been caught in some blatant storytelling. She claimed that Border Patrol agents were forcing illegals to drink out of toilets and exaggerating other conditions at the facility she visited. Plus, she claimed that she was hiding from rioters who were calling her name. Only she was not in the Capitol building at the time of the January 6th incident. She could be t- she returned, though, when her puppet master decided they had no use for her. That's my point, Dan. I think eventually they're going to turn on her. That's my assumption. If they don't, then she'll be running the Democratic Party one day. But I, do, I think they're going to turn on her eventually because the establishment doesn't actually like her. The establishment doesn't actually like her. I think they'll turn on her, and that's when I want her. Blockchain voting. See, Torrance? Thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Yes, absolutely. Joseph says, if humanity could ever be trusted to take care of each other, then capitalism work, but how can you fail to do that begs another return to socialism. Joseph, I'm not sure that's true. I would, I would argue it depends on your definition of socialism. Right? Depends on your definition. If you look at most of the successful organizations, success stories of people who've actually helped others to grow, the vast majority are private charities. The vast majority. Seven close. What you find when there are systems that keep people down, almost always, they're government systems. So if your idea of socialism is, is more of an uh, of a worker ownership mentality, yeah, but you could do that in capitalism, right? You could do that in capitalism. You could. You'd have to have someone who's enlightened to see it that way, but you could. But if you're talking government-run programs, if you considering that, I would argue when has that ever, over time, proven successful compared to private charity? I don't think you could find many examples of that. I think you'd find many more examples of systemic failures than systemic successes. I think you'd find many more examples of that. And I'm open to be, to, to be uh, proven wrong. I'm open to being wrong. I just can't think of, of that being any other thing else than that. But let me talk about my idea of, of, of the worker ownership. And I'll give you an idea right now from New York State. All these people being let go, Right. What many people who like socialism want to do is they want to give workers the ownership of the means of production. I get that. I'm not even against it. I'm okay with that. So you can do it in a way that doesn't require, you know, nationalizing banks, which I think will be a disaster. Because if you nationalize banks, which many socialists want to do, if you do that, now one group of bureaucrats is deciding on all the loans or multiple groups of bureaucrats deciding on all the loans. I can't see that working out. The best example we have of that right now is college loans. That's basically a nationalized bank is what that basically is. How's that working out? Horribly. Horribly. They're guaranteed loans for crappy colleges, overpriced, people are in debt, bad, bad, and bad. That's the example I see if you nationalize banks is the argument we have now. What I would argue is instead of making it through nationalized banks, People getting laid off. Great. For every 100 people who get laid off, if you get 100 people together, I got to pay you unemployment benefits anyway. Instead of paying you un- unemployment benefits, you know, a, uh, you know a, a check every week while you sit at home watching Netflix, I'll give you all the money up front. 
Sotogorka Co-op. No extra tax money I'm paying it anyway. So, Sotogorka Co-op. And if a bank will be together with that, will allow within New York State to have localized, easier co-op credit unions. So people can get together and create better credit unions. And with those credit unions, they can supplement that government loan to start that work co-op. Co-op bank, co-op business, life is good, no extra cash, no nationalizing of banks. So you can encourage voluntary localized socialism within a capital market. You can do it. It's possible if you just do it that way, right? Again, it's voluntary localized socialism. You can do that. I have no problem with that. And I would happily, happily create a process where people could do that. Life is good. Democrats will never do that. Libertarians will, not Democrats. So I would argue, Joseph, if you want your type of socialism voluntarily, locally, vote Libertarian. You'd have to get it. I hope that was clearer if it makes any sense. Dustin says, I love blockchain voting. That's great. Yes. So he says, I'm willing to help your campaign. How make that happen? <coughs> I will reach out if and when I announce. I will reach out if and when I announce. No way. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Joel says, there's no way they actually counted Larry Sharp 2018 votes. They just made that number up. Um, There were a couple of counties that we thought that was true, um, but not enough to, to, to win the race. So why bother? And second, for those people who are... For those people who support me in 2018, the number of votes that I got was actually more than the number they said. I'm only telling you this so that you have a warm, fuzzy feeling. I didn't win the election. None of that. That's None of that's true. I did not win the election. It's fine. But I'm just saying the number was actually higher. And I'm telling you, so maybe you have a warm, fuzzy feeling. So I was the only candidate who was on the second row, second column, second column. No one else was. So some of the machines were not calibrated to count that. So if you voted for me and the machine didn't count that, it was a blank vote. There were over 100,000 blank votes for the governor in New York State in 2018. Over 100,000. People didn't, didn't care about a governor candidate. Yeah, it was part of my votes. Second, I was the only candidate who had another candidate on the same line as them, right? Separate column, but same line. A lot of people thought that Stephanie Minor was on my line was my lieutenant governor. So they did both. They circled both. Well, circling two is a voted vote. There were over 100,000 voted votes. 100,000 voted votes. 100,000 people couldn't figure out how to vote. A lot of those are my votes too. Lastly, if they did both and then the machine couldn't read the second column, it only read the first column, which means the vote went for her. She got almost 66,000 votes. So some of those votes were mine. So I got more. I did not win. This is not a rig. No, 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 no. I did not win. But what I'm saying is maybe I got two or 300,000 votes instead of the 100,000 they said I got. So I probably got about two or 300,000 votes. Not enough for a win. Not worth suing. But yes. So I hope if you supported me, you feel a little bit better. So anyway, good. Here we go. Um, let's see. Um, Benjamin says, thanks for the warm, fuzzy feeling. There we go. See? So make you feel good. A little warm, fuzzy. There we go. Perfect. So, libertarian socialism. That's real libertarian socialism. What I just told you earlier, Torrance, is actually what that is. Right? That's real libertarian socialism, what I just mentioned. So, yeah. That that piece is what will be real. You could do it voluntarily. It's possible. I love business co-ops. Yeah. Absolutely. You could do it. Why not? I'm happy to support that. 
100%. So the Federal Reserve is a nationalized bank. Yeah, and how does that work, Nate? You are correct. Yes, you are correct. Centralized credit, arbitrary interest rates, monopoly on currency. Yes, it's an intergenerational Ponzi scheme. Yes, yes, and yes. I'm not a big fan, not a big fan of nationalizing banks. I think you can find, I'd rather localize banks even more, right? Even more. I like that. Yes. So, yes. Um, Nate then says all these laid off healthcare workers can potentially volunteer or work for the shop for governor. I, you're right. Absolutely. I love that. Awesome. That's good. And it says views on monopolies. Yeah, monopolies are a huge problem. And sadly, most monopolies are either government created or government backed. Not all. That's not 100% rule. But it's a common piece, right? Most of the time, and there aren't even that many monopolies. There's actually a m- many more oligarchies or cartels, right? Which cartels become regionalized monopolies instead. That's much more common. Most of them are created by government. Some aren't. But the goal should not be to knock down the monopoly. Because if you knock down the monopoly, there's nothing else there. It's a monopoly. You have chaos. You have problems, right? Maybe even black market. And if you knock down one Goliath, the next Goliath pops up. That should be the goal. The goal should be to create more of an environment where a whole bunch of Davids pop up over the, to knock out the Goliath, right? You want to make a bunch of comp- competitors pop up to the best of your ability. If there is a monopoly in place that can't be removed, it may be time for government to step in if it's, if it's created a playing field that's not even or fair. It's possible. I'm not against that concept. But I don't want that to be the first resort. That, to me, would have to be the last resort. And it would have to be that government created the monopoly. And government often does. An example I'll give you is like cable companies. The government signed up deals and signed up monopolies. Well, then the government should break that up. The government created the monopoly. The government can break up the monopoly, right? So I think in those cases, the government should step in. It made the monopoly. It can break it up. Um, if it didn't, try to create a better environment. Breaking a monopoly should be last resort. But I'm okay with it if it stifles all the little guys. So, and again, almost always, regulatory cap- capture is one of the reasons why they have monopolies. Right, it becomes so expensive to start a new business. Nobody can, right? No one can compete. So I would try to change that system. I, I hope that answered that question. So, all right. Let's see if I keep going here. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, let's see here. Michael says, is, "Is there a best way to send ideas to your policy team?" I have an idea about a non-UBI UBI that shifts dollars to low-income folks without a government Santa. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. One is, yes, absolutely. Generally speaking, um, go to the, the Larry Sharp Facebook page, not my personal page, the campaign page, or the the, the actual um, the, the blue check page, and reach out through that. That used, usually is the best way to send ideas to us. The team monitors that, and someone will get back to you. That's usually the easiest way. But the biggest piece, I'm worried. And I wasn't worried years ago. I have never been a fan of UBI. I never have been. I've never been a fan. I didn't like any of the UBI schemes. But I'm worried that this is where it's going and the government handouts and checks just too big and we may have to fund some type of UBI. I'm worried that I won't be able to stop it. I'm concerned. So I'm with you that we ha- that libertarians have to come up with some type of UBI program. And it's not easy at all. 
of all the UBI schemes, I think so far the negative income tax is the best of all of them. So I would probably go down that road if I had if I if I were to go down the UBI road, I'd probably go down the negative income tax road. But I'm open to hearing something else you have. 100% open to it. But the idea is you have to create a UBI or a negative income tax that doesn't include new taxation also becomes challenging. So you'd have to find a way to create a fund that would pay for the UBI or the negative income tax. Also challenging. So I don't have an answer yet. But again, that's why I'm putting my policy together to find out how do we make that a thing. My my worry is you can't just do you can't just do UBI is my worry because we're doing that now and we're creating a, a whole different world of problems right now. So yes, I'm open to it. Please send it to the page. Thank you, Michael. I think you're right. We do have to find some type of answer. In the best case scenario, we create a negative income tax that actually makes the that actually makes the the uh, minimum wage relevant. That would be awesome. We also want to be able to replace all other forms of public assistance. That would also be awesome. So it's very challenging to make that happen. And I'm not sure how yet. So yes, I'm open to the idea. I think we might have to do something. I, I, I don't know how. So yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Shelly says, break up the monopolies that they did with Ma Bell. I got 10 shares of Baby Bells, each for a share of Ma Bell. Yeah, I mean, I think the problem is some monopolies are easily broken up. How do you break up a monopoly like YouTube? Not so easy, right? You could do it, I guess, but would it, how do you do it? It's tough. I'd rather make a world where it's easier to, um, to, to compete against YouTube, if possible. So, yes. So, uh, the fair tax is a prebate, which is UBI-ish. Yes, see, something like that maybe too, right? We got to find, there's a way, right? There's a way to make that work. There, there is a way. I need to spend some time with the, with the team and come up with details because there's a bunch of other, the problem is there's always a bunch of other things that are affected by it, right? It's never just one thing. I wish it was. So you better to replace all, all other welfare. That would be the goal, Joel, but I don't know if that's even legal. I don't know how that would work in the issues, but yes, the goal would be, for those of you who don't understand who who don't get why UBI is is backed by some libertarians, is the concept is you end all of the administration behind it. So the bureaucracy and the red tape behind all the other forms of public assistance goes away. So theoretically, I hope in practice, but in theory, you actually lose you actually you actually save money because you lose all those salaries and all the infrastructure. So you actually wind up paying less in public assistance over time. That's what's supposed to happen. So again, how do you do that? Yes, I agree. Don't know how we do that, but yes. Yes. So, all right. And Byron says, especially since Google owns YouTube now. Yes. How do you break up that monopoly? Oh my God, right? Wow, very tough to do. I completely agree. Very tough to do, I agree. So- Guys, again, if you if you want to help me get around YouTube, you can. Like, comment, share. Do that. It does matter, right? Help me get around this wherever you are. And follow us up. Subscribe to me on YouTube. The Sharp Boy, subscribe. Please do that. If you can throw me a couple bucks, that's awesome. But support my sponsors. World's Smallest Book Quiz. Click that link there in the description. Go there. 
right? Go there and take that quiz. If you've taken it already, share it with other people. Share it around. Take another quiz. There's like a bunch of quizzes there. Go to that quiz place. Take some quizzes. Take some surveys. You'll like it. It's great. Please do this stuff. It is great for me. It helps me to get around all the issues I get around. It helps to keep me, keep this show going. Guys, I want to say thank you so much for this evening. I appreciate all the time you gave me. I'm sorry I came in late. I do apologize. I'll be back, though, tomorrow and also Wednesday. I'll also be tomorrow at noon, a free solution show, my radio show out of Western New York. Hope to see you guys there. I'll talk to you all very soon.